When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Adam Carricker on the ticket. I am Rico sitting here in the studio waiting for Carricker to come back to his uh, area. But, you know, he was going to talk about some men's and women's basketball as Nebraska men's and women's basketball have gotten off to very hot starts so far this season. With the women moving to 3-0 and in conference play after they defeated Wisconsin up in Madison the other day, yesterday, actually, with uh, Alexis Markowski with her conference-leading, I believe, ninth double-double of the season, and Natalie Potts continuing her hot start in her freshman campaign, uh, leading uh, with about six, 16 points? No, I think it was 16 points uh, for Nebraska leading the way. Uh, Adam Carricker seems to be back, and uh, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good. My apologies. I heard a scream in the other room, uh, so I had, to, ah. I had to go make sure nobody was dying. Everyone's okay. Don't worry. Just a bloody note. Yeah, no. That, it happens. It happens. <laughs> I appreciate you helping me out. Also, uh, Rico is enlightening me. I, I apparently need to uh, learn how to say names. It's Michael Penix, like a pen, like the pen that you write. So my apologies for mispronouncing that, but thanks for helping me out, Rico. Of course. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we're talking about Nebraska men's and women's basketball. All right, so it's kind of cool to see Fred Hoiberg and what he's been building for the past few years start to come to fruition. If you remember, he was a pretty hot hire when we brought him in. Okay, the women's basketball team is doing incredibly well in their own right. The men are 12-2, and 2-1 and one in Big Ten play. Um, wins over Indiana, Michigan State. Okay, uh, Kaisi Tamanaga drops 28 points to lead the way in an 86-70 to 70 win over the Hoosiers. And that's I mean, that's a pretty big win, in my opinion. And I think most people would agree with that. Okay. The women are 11 and 3, 3 and 0 in the Big Ten, wins over Maryland, wins over Michigan State. This is exciting. It's exciting to see. Um, when you look at the football team, it's exciting to see what Rule's doing this offseason. When you look at Hoiberg and what he's building, it's exciting to see some things start to come to fruition that you know it's been in the works for a while. When you look at the women's side of things, they, They've run a really good program for quite a while. And I, I'm a big fan of what they're doing over there. Okay. You look at Natalie Potts having a wonderful freshman campaign, two time Big Ten freshman of the week, averaging 11.6 points and 6.1 rebounds. Okay. It's fun to watch Nebraska basketball teams start to play at a higher level, have a higher success rate. 
as we get deeper into these conferences and the conference schedule, I should say, and these conference teams, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how they do over time, how they sustain it, how they do it week after week. Because to me, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to watching the most, okay? And it would be awesome to see one or both of these teams get into the NCAA tournaments. It'd be awesome to see Nebraska men's basketball get their first win in a tournament, in the tournament potentially. See how far the women can go. Just see what can happen. I know we're early on in the season, and I'm excited, and I'm all hyped up because I'm fresh off a break. And, you know, frankly, I've been having trouble talking all morning because that's me talking too fast, being a little rusty, and just excited to be back. But I'm excited to see how they've done so far. They're both off to hot starts. They're both doing well, doing well initially in Big Ten play. How do they do week after the week? How do they do with the grind when the grind comes? Okay, because playing Big Ten teams and Big Ten teams and Big Ten teams, and they just keep coming and coming, which is part of being part of the Big Ten Conference, obviously. How do they handle that? How do they sustain it over time? How do they make adjustments? Because other teams will make adjustments. How do they make counter adjustments? How do they make audibles? Yes, those things do happen in other sports as well. All right. Alexis Markowski averaging 17.2 points per game and 9.9 rebounds. Basically a double-double. I mean, that's really what that is. That's a double-double. Nearly 20 points and basically 10 rebounds a game, 9.9. That's a double-double. That's pretty awesome. Women's basketball taking on number 14, Indiana, on Sunday. Be nice to beat them in the women's side of things, too. All right. Jordan Hooper, Jersey retirement will be happening there as well. So, for me, all right, I get excited just about Husker sports in general. All right, I put out a thing on Facebook and Twitter the other day about Nebraska's dodgeball team. Uh, and then they were like ranked seventh or eighth in the country. And then somebody sent me a message back. There's a dodgeball team, but not, not hockey. So I know because my daughter Trinity used to play hockey, okay? And she was the only girl out there. She was the youngest kid on, on the ice and the only girl out there but everybody loved her because she went so hard. But I know that there's a, a club hockey team, so to speak, okay, because they actually invited us in Trinity to come check them out. We, we never did because it was at the end of that trip, okay, and we haven't been able to make it work out since. But I knew there, I do know there is one that exists and it's possible if people want to uh, partake in it. So to me, it's just exciting when, when Husker sports are doing good, when Nebraska is elevated, because let's be real, that's what happens. The better the sports teams do, is, it's the most – effective marketing and advertising that a university or a high school or any sort of a brand can have is your sports teams doing good. You know, no university, okay, in the past 15 years has seen their enrollment increase more than Alabama. Gee, I wonder why. Not only is it free marketing and advertisement, it is the best marketing and advertisement that you can have. When your football teams are doing good, when your sports teams are doing good, okay? So it just excites me to see Nebraska in general being elevated and things of that nature. To me, that's always a lot of fun. All right, now, the college football bowl games. I brought this up earlier, okay? And, and I kind of forgot, all right? I, I didn't forget, but I just get going sometimes, as everyone knows. Do not forget to send in your questions, your comments, your concerns. All right, 402-464-5685. Notorious B.I.B. sent in a question I'm going to get to here in a minute. But, and also check out gelandscapesupply.com. They do a great service. They're a great partner here at 93.7 The Ticket. They're phenomenal. Um, 
at what they do. So check them out at glandscapesupply.com. But the college football bowl games. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So Kirk Herbstreet talked about how he does, basically doesn't think they should exist anymore. You know, I'm a big fan of Kirk. We've actually interacted a few times via DM on Twitter, like we've never met or talked on the phone or anything. But just I'll send him some of my thoughts every once in a while on general college football, and every once in a while we'll engage on DMs. And just watching him, just how he kind of carries himself, I've always been a fan of him. Just seems to be a good-hearted guy who loves college football. He has come under a lot of fire recently. The whole Florida State thing, you know, there's people out there that accuse the ESPN of being biased. I mean, who would dub them the ESPN SEC network? Ah, nobody I know of. Anyways, I digress. And you can just tell that his patience is growing thin. He's a human being. Like, I know when he first started uh, more and more college football, and he started to express his honest opinion about Ohio State. His family lives in Ohio. They literally had to move from where they were at because it was getting so rough on his kids at school. And so that was a while ago. But you can just tell. He even said something on the Pat McAfee show a couple of weeks ago, like, if you leave game day, I will too. Something like that. And, you know, you can just tell he's kind of like, screw it. I'm just going to say what I want because people are pissed at me anyways. And I love that. I freaking love that. I love the fact that he's a good guy who loves college football. And I love the fact that he's a human being and he can only take so much. So he basically said, he didn't basically, he said on college game day, on January 1st, before the bowl games, the bowl games don't mean anything. And he doesn't think they should exist anymore. Now, Reese Davis vehemently, vehemently dis disagree with him. Um, there's people that agree with him. Stephen Warren put out on Twitter, time to get rid of the bowl games. Okay, there are people who agree with him who disagree with him. When you project to next year, when you project to a 12-team college football playoff, I, this would not have been my answer 10 years ago. Because five years ago, seven, eight years ago, right before Christian McCaffrey decided bowl games weren't worth his time, and then a lot of people have followed suit because he was the first domino. I would have not been a crazy fan of a 12-team college football playoff. Because I love the bowl games, I love the regular season meaning something. But the four-team college football playoff has killed the bowl games. 
because the advertising, the marketing, it's all about getting into those games. And if you don't get in, it doesn't really matter. That's how it comes across. That's how it feels. And it's kind of, for a long time, it was the same teams over and over. And it still is. It's going to be the largely the, the big brands in college football getting in, Michigan, Alabama. Ohio State, Clemson for a long time was in every year. But I feel like the four-team playoff, it devalued the other bowl games so much. And then players started opting out and sitting out. It has made the bowl games just not mean anywhere near as much as it used to. Now, Herb Street, and he was projecting to next year when there was a college football, 12-team college football playoff, basically likened it to the, to the NIT in basketball. Like, oh, it's great. Can you tell me anybody that's in it? Not unless your team's in it, probably not. A year from now, when there's a 12-team college football playoff, I would have never been excited about that because there's going to be teams, not just with two losses, but three losses to get in. Okay, and college football has changed so much. I mean, let's be honest, 90% of the teams that get in are going to be from two conferences, the Big Ten and SEC. But the way that the bowl games, I'm a bowl game junkie. Bowl, bowl season, bowl mania season was my favorite time of the year. It, it dwarfed the NCAA tournament in my eyes, which was probably, it was probably bowl season, NFL playoffs, and NCAA tournament, probably my three favorite times of the year. But bowl season, to me, excited me more than those other two things combined. It's, it's exciting that you get to watch young players. It's exciting that you get to see the teams for next year and how they might look and they get reps. But I've also likened it to an NFL preseason game. They don't really matter. They're an exhibition game. And it's basically the really good players don't want to play. And you get to look at the young players. It's like an NFL preseason is pretty much what it is. And I don't get excited about the NFL preseason at all. I don't completely agree with getting rid of the bowl games entirely. But what I'm saying is I'm more open and actually excited about the 12-team college football playoff, whereas I wouldn't have been because I valued the regular season in the past. And that's a whole debate. Well, the more teams you let in, the more fan bases that are interesting. Well, Michigan-Ohio State uh, wouldn't have meant jack this year either. So that's a whole nother 14 shows for a whole nother 14 days. Now, the way things are, I'm excited about a 12-team college football playoff because we actually have more than two games that matter after the conference championship games. It's two games that matter. That's it. Well, three, the national championship. Three, okay? Now, okay, what is it, 11? There's going to be five through 12 seeds are going to play. One through four get a bye. Then the four teams that got a bye and the four teams that won the first round of the playoffs will play. So another four games. Then you got the semifinal games. You got the national championship games. You got 11 games that matter at least. So I'm excited about that. When it comes to the bowl games, I'm not a fan of completely getting rid of them. I think there has to be some changes made. I think there's no reason players shouldn't be getting paid differently, maybe a revenue sharing, however you want to do it for the bowl games, because teams that play in them get paid a lot more money. It used to be, I remember when I was a kid, they'd list out all the bowl games and the payouts for each game. Like I remember one year, I don't know why it sticks in my head, the Rose Bowl, the teams that played in it got paid $13 million. Well, if you don't play in the Rose Bowl, you're not getting that. So if you're a player in that game, you should get part of that money. So I'm just going to pull a money, uh, 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 an amount out of thin air here. Because I'm, I'm trying to think of an amount that might be reasonable. I'm just going to pull a random one. Let's say you're the starting quarterback. You're playing in a New Year's Six Bowl game. And you're going to get paid an extra $50,000. Who knows? Maybe it'd be 150. Maybe it would be less. I don't know. 
I think that would motivate some guys to play. But I think some guys might be like, I'm a first-round pick. I got millions of dollars on the line. The other thing you could do is say, let's say the quarterback, you know, in the Rose Bowl, if it's a, not a college football playoff game, is going to get paid hundred grand to play in that game. Well, you know what I say? I say you're not honoring your contract if you don't play in that game. If I'm in the NFL and my team's 2-14, and 14, I can't just sit out the 17th game of the year. That's not how that works. Well, I might get hurt. Yeah, you got a contract, homie. So for me, if you're not honoring your contract, it should be like the NFL. You should get fined. So whatever you were going to get paid, let's say it's 100 grand, you're the starting quarterback in the Rose Bowl. Hey, I can make 100 grand. If you don't play, you get fined 100 grand. That's a $200,000 difference. Just pulling numbers out of thin air. Okay, that might make a little bit of sense. My point is incentivize them to play so the bowl games matter. You have the better players playing by paying them. Also, if you're not going to honor your contract, <clears throat> you ain't going to get paid the same either. That would equally incentivize players. Anyways, just my thoughts. I feel like I could do a five-hour show on all the stuff I've been talking about today. All right, we got to pay some bills. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.